What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and with me is my very special co-host, Keith. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm very good, thanks. Oh, excellent. Uh, tonight... <laughs> Glad to be your friend. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and co-host. Right? Which is maybe even better. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of friends, but not all of them do I record with. So. Right? <laughs> well, on tonight's episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 7 of Family Ties. This is titled Sweet Lorraine. It originally aired on the 16th of November, 1983. It was a good year. It was a good year. And man... <laughs> Another interesting topic. I don't remember how crazy the show was. <laughs> Every episode is a very special episode. It is very special. Yeah, this one was all about Alex dating an older woman who was significantly significantly older. Than him. older. She was almost forty. Almost forty, and he's seventeen. Right. I mean, wow. And Stephen and Lise are not okay with it. No, right not off at all. the bat. Which obviously, I mean, right, like. I don't know what the rules were in the 80s in Ohio, but that's, like, not legal. I mean, depending on what they did, you know. Now, they were just friends. Yeah, but they were were just friends that, like, snuggled and rubbed each other's feet. Right. Held hands and danced. Right. You know. Went to Swedish movies. Yeah. I mean, again, as friends and co-hosts, I don't rub your feet. No. And that would be real weird (laughs) if, like, we tried to. (laughs) You know, I mean, gosh, I don't even want to rub Janelle's feet. Like, that's just gross, right? It is gross. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah. It was, and I wanted to know where were they finding Swedish movies in Ohio? Yeah, right. And like on a regular basis, right. too. Because I don't get the feeling they're in like, you know, Cincinnati or any of the big cities. Yeah, I think they're, they're like out. suburbs somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea because I don't know where I would find one now. No. <laughs> Except LA, I guess. Netflix, maybe. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Google. But they didn't have that then. They did not. <laughs> no, so it was really cool because we started the episode inside the high school's radio station. Yes. And he's playing all big band, you know, like 20s and 30s bands and stuff. All off of vinyl records, right. of course. Right, yeah. They had an impressive array of vinyl on the shelves there. And did you notice the radio station's initials? No. It's K-H-S-H, like hush. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I mean, that's what I read it as anyway. K-Hush. Anyway. K-Hush. <laughs> well, they were playing big bands, Yeah. So. It, the high school radio station, too. <laughs> right? Which, do high schools really have radio stations? No. I mean, I know, like, in 90210, they had yeah. one, other shows, well, but... yeah. Bayside did. Yeah. Know, from, um... Yeah. Uh, Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Thank you. I just <laughs> momentarily forgot that one. I mean, I guess maybe someone's high school did, but I never did. So. No, we never had that. But I was... Uh, heavily involved with the radio station in college. Oh, that's true. I was the station manager uh, eventually, mm-hmm. music manager for a while. And one thing I thought interesting about the way they ran the radio station in this episode is that they never lock the door when they're in like the studio. No. So people just walk in and out while oh, he's yeah. recording. Yeah, because Mallory walks in and goes, hey, Alex, can you give me a ride home? Like, <laughs> right. And he's all, hey, I'm on the air. Right. <laughs> but if you would lock the door, it wouldn't have been a problem. Right. Or even get a light that says on air. Right. Although I don't know if Mallory would have. No, she have with that. <laughs> no, it was kind of shocked. She really wasn't in this episode very much. Right. And Jennifer even less. Yeah. They she, did have more scenes than they... I mean, uh, settings in this episode than we did yeah. in the last yeah, one. Yeah, because we bounced between the radio station, 
Sweet Lorraine's house, mm-hmm. and then also the Keaton house. Yeah, and we even got the outside of Lorraine's house. Oh, that's right, the door. Because Alex had to check his hair in the door knocker. Yeah, like look in the, the reflection. The door knocker. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know what he was looking for in there. Yeah, not a big picture, for sure. Sha-la-la-la! Well, we've kind of gone into it, but go ahead and, and give us just a little brief summary for those that maybe haven't watched it yet. What happened? So it starts off at the high school radio station, and Alex is playing big band music, and he gets this phone call from this alluring French voice, and she says that she's also uh, not only a fan of the music that he's playing, but also a fan of him. And so he, just on the spur of the moment, asks her out to a... Woody... Oh, man, I wrote it down here. <laughs> Woody Herman? Woody Herman, or is it Herman Woody? I think it's Woody Herman. Woody Herman, yes. Okay. Asks her out to a Woody Herman concert, and she accepts, and so he goes to meet her, and then that's when the hilarity ensues, because he finds out that she's an older woman, and he thought she was the mom, and he was there to pick up the daughter. And and she does have a daughter. She does. Now, how old would you think the daughter is? I mean, I would guess maybe like 11 or 12, something yeah. in there, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, because she was pretty well-spoken, so I yeah. would think she's a little older, at least. But she was only in that one scene, I think, right? Yes. I guess she was getting a babysitter for the other times. Yeah. And then she went and spoke French on the phone. To so, her, and yeah. she said, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you speak French on the phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So they kind of start this unusual friendship. And, uh, you know, then it bounces back and forth between the Keaton house. And the parents end up seeing them together. And they're dancing. And their jaws just kind of drop. <laughs> it's and, super awkward. Yeah. It's funny because in a later scene that you pointed out, the the mom and dad, Stephen and Elise, are sitting there eating ice cream. Uh-huh. And to me, it looked like the old Haagen-Dazs uh, containers, the right. little pint containers. But they have a sticker over the logo where the logo normally goes, and it just says cherry ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally something the prop guys just stuck on there. I, I, that's what I bet. Yeah. It's funny that cherry was a the flavor they picked, you know, not like vanilla yeah, or chocolate, Rocky Roll something or, popular. Yeah. I mean, I like cherry. But. I do, too. Not many people do, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so then the parents end up having this uh, this talk with Alex, and he invites her over to dinner on Saturday night. And so Sweet Lorraine comes on over <laughs> for dinner, and the parents get her aside and talk to her and tell her that it's inappropriate and she needs to beat the streets. So she ends up leaving, and it just breaks Alex's heart. He's super mad. He is. And then he goes into the Lorraine-a-thon at the radio station <laughs> right. playing only the Sweet Lorraine song, but all different versions of yep. it. And then she finally shows up, and they have a heart-to-heart, and she walks away, and he's still just sad and heartbroken. And that's where they leave it. They do. They're just in credits. And based on uh, our little research here, this is the only episode she's in, so it's not like he has a continuing relationship with her. No, he moves on to the next one. That's right. Well, and I was mentioning before we started, this is like the fourth episode where Alex has dated an older girl. Now, the other ones have been like college girls. Mm-hmm. This is the you know the oldest he's gone, but he's already dealt with this issue a number of times. I guess they, they those must attract well, and so they decided to really shoot for the fences. I, I guess so. Swing <laughs> for the fences. Yeah, <laughs> they went for the forty year old. Hey, you can you can mix up sports analogies with me. I don't know the difference. So. <laughs> It'll be okay. Touchdown for the fences, them. right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That sounds right. <laughs> You're like whatever. They really kicked that home run. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> They're playing dodgeball. Yep. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's just a popular theme. Yeah, so, I mean, I had a little bit of, like, dating experience with an older woman. I was 17, and I dated a 23-year-old, and, like, my parents, like, really kind of freaked out about that when they found out. 
But yeah, it, I couldn't imagine if she was 40 or oh. almost 40. I mean, she was 39. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a big gap there. Yeah, that's huge. Well, and, and although she said, oh, we're just friends, he did try going in for a kiss and she, you know, stopped him. But mm-hmm. clearly that's where his mind was, you know? Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely creepy. Yeah. It's, I mean, once he walked in there and saw that she had a, you know, daughter, mm-hmm. you would think that would have been it. As a high school student, I would have been like, oh, bye. You know? <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Although I could see, like, the allure of having a blind date, like, on the radio. Like, yeah. that's something I would have done. Yeah. But once I found out, then no. Yeah, that would have been a little bit weird. Also, okay, I mean, I, I know... Like a high school station or a college station, a lot of times reaches a little bit out into the community. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how she would have been listening to it. Yeah. But how did she just walk into the radio station at the end? Yeah. Well. In the high school. Schools were, I think, a lot more open back in the 80s than they are now. All right. You could just go on. Yeah. Walk oh, into there the was station. a sign, though, in the radio station that says, Reaching Harding High in Parts of Ohio. Okay. So. Well, that I mean that checks out. Yeah. Because like our station at the college, I think we had like a five mile radius around the college or something. Maybe it was even less, but mm-hmm. you know, some people in the community could hear it. Yeah. Mostly it was our friends in the dorm listening to it. You know? <laughs> but yeah, some some random lady just walks on campus and knows where the radio station yeah. room is and and can like have a long lingering hug with one of the high school students in yeah. there. No one's like nobody bats an eye. Nope. It's very convenient. (laughs) It's like when Stephen was having his affair. (laughs) Yep. And another, like, long, lingering hug. Yeah. Because a long, lingering hug to me is over the line unless, you know, you intend to have a long, lingering hug with someone. Right? Yeah. That's a little more intimate than just, like, even, like, a, hey, side hug. Yeah, right. Oh, good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Once you linger. (laughs) When you go for the linger. Yep. You have to let it linger. (laughs) Right? Gee, thanks, Dolores. (laughs) Now, you pointed out, this is kind of fun, that her name is Lorraine. The whole thing revolves around Lorraine. Mm -hmm. What's other significant Lorraine is in Michael J. Fox's life? Well, I think that would be his mom in Back to the Future. That's right. And at first I said girlfriend, but because she tries to date him when he's Calvin Klein. It's confusing. Yeah. To him in the movie, too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because it's his mom slash what? Yeah. Yeah. And she sees him in his underwear. And <laughs> Why do you have your name on your underwear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why are they purple? <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, that's such a great movie. Oh, it really is. Yeah. And we might get to see <sighs> yeah. some people from that movie. Maybe. That would be incredible. It really would. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to make that happen. I really do, too. Yeah. I've got it on the calendar tentatively. We've okay. still got to figure it out. Yeah. There's some details. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. Uh, another thing about the radio station I wanted to point out, there's a lot of dead air. Now, I know sometimes he, you know, mutes it or whatever, so you don't hear mm-hmm. what's playing. But, like, the whole time he's talking to her, there's no way he's got other records playing. No. He just kind of lingers for a while and... Let's that go. Yep. When then and then when Mallory comes in and interrupts, he was talking. Mm-hmm. He covers the mic and has a whole conversation with her. <laughs> Meanwhile, like there's just dead air. Right. And then he comes back. Oh, I, I don't think he's a very good DJ. I don't think so either. <laughs> I'm surprised he has any listeners. Well, I guess he only has a couple. Right. 
Only creepy ladies. Well, and that one guy called in and asked for something. Oh. And, and then he berated him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else called in and tried to order a pizza yeah, with anchovies. Yeah. That was great. That's the comedy topping. Yeah. Did you know that when we went to Italy last summer, we uh, first day we got to Italy, we flew in and we had rented a car and we <laughs> drove to this little tiny village in the middle of the countryside because we wanted to get like real authentic Italian food. Uh-huh. And it was like they have like an afternoon. It's kind of like siesta. Okay. Where, you know, the the towns, everything closes down. And so we got there right before that happened. And there was like one pizza shop in town. Nobody spoke any any English in the whole town. Oh, wow. And so we go in. And my brother, between my brother and my dad and I, we were able to, because we all know a few words. Plus, we do Spanish. And so we were able to communicate enough. But we look at the menu. We had to order real quick because time is of the essence. They're closing down. And we pick a couple of them. Oh, this looks good. We were able to figure out like four or five ingredients on it. We weren't sure what that last one was. We're like, oh. that's fine. This looks good. Well, the last one was anchovies. Oh. <laughs> so, so the first thing we ate in Italy, anchovy pizza. Uh, you didn't take them off? Uh, I just ate them. Like, I don't really? want to be weird. Was you it know. the full anchovy? No, there's like little slivers of them. Okay. Like they chopped them, or you know, like sliced oh, with them with all the skin and everything on. Yeah, or scales, I guess. Janelle did not eat that one. Yeah, I would not. She just had the other. But. And I like fish, but mm, nope. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, I would not have ordered it on purpose, but we sure. learned a valuable lesson, which is know what all the words mean, right? Yeah. Or don't eat that one, right? Because that one <laughs> word is really important sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that becomes a critical piece. And we found out that that's on a lot of menus there, so we recognize the word, uh, which I forgot by now, but we recognize the word for yeah. anchovy. That's when you went to Caprice, right? To go see the Popeye Village? Um, well, on that trip, yes. Right. Although that was much later. Later, yeah. And the Popeye Village is in uh, Malta, actually. Malta. Oh, yes. okay. But yeah. Anyway. That was pretty cool, because I love that Popeye movie. Oh, my gosh. That, With the giant octopus. That visit to that place was crazy the popeye village in malta where they shot the 1980 popeye movie with mm. robin williams and shelly duvall and it's like a shrine to that movie yeah they, the sets are untouched and it was the weird they have actors that pretend to be the actors that you know the characters from the movie and i don't know it's just have they rebuilt like the buildings and the sets and everything or no they they're still, i mean they're still in good shape decent there okay. it's kind of a little like run down yeah, because, I mean, it's 40 years later now. Yeah, but it's it's just, and, you know, they maintain it enough that it's it's nice. They've right. done some painting, but it's pretty much like it is. In fact, you know, they have, like, a little museum where you can read about the history of the, the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the posters on the wall, like, one of them says, uh, coming soon, you know, this movie's going to be great. And it's like the information in the museum is talking about how the movie's coming out next year. Oh, so it was done before the movie came out. Yeah, they, they set it up like immediately as this thing, and they have not updated the information <laughs> at all since then. I wonder if they were sad. Because oh, I'm the sure. movie I don't think did well. Oh yeah, it did I mean not at all. But because this you know, it's there's nothing else there. Yeah. It's kind of a you know, might as thing. well leave it. They've at got that a point. great like swimming lagoon on the Mediterranean. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That is pretty cool. So if you're in next time you're in Malta, okay. stop by. Don't go to Caprice. You're no. not going to find it. Well, that's on. Uh, that's off of Italy. Uh-huh. And definitely worth going to. Okay. But a lot less Popeye content. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, back to our regular scheduled programming. Right. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. I like that when, um, when Lorraine is coming for dinner on Saturday night 
Alex sees his mom and he's like, Mom, are you going to wear that? <laughs> and she's like, No, are you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Their whole thing when they saw her the first time and they're like going up the stairs, a little physical comedy where Steven and Elise are like peeking around the corners and tiptoeing right. and stuff. It was very cartoony, like yeah. where they each lean out and like Steven's like head is up above her, you know? <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. But it just goes to show you like they wanted Lorraine to actually be more of like a kind of the Mallory of the episode, you know, she's dressed well, uh-huh. well spoken, and then his mom and dad were kind of like, Hill. Right, yeah, they had, and they. I think they extra had them dress a little. Exactly. Low Although Stephen's suit was, uh, oh gosh, what was the word that Gus told him? Oh, it was oh, an, it's ensemble. an ensemble. Yeah, <laughs> his suit was an ensemble. He's then. been a lot more fashionable since <laughs> right? uh, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed. I don't know if you caught this, and maybe this is just the the way it's mixed now. But he put on the music for them to dance to, and then there's a whole scene when they're talking to the parents. Mm-hmm. The music was so loud you could barely hear what they were saying. <laughs> yes. And it, I mean, maybe that's just the way it's remastered or whatever, but I thought that was noticeable. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely an issue. Although they never went over to turn down the music, no. so I guess it was true to form. And he said it was his favorite like swing record, but yeah. no mention of like what it was. Just I think it was a generic swing track. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Although we did have, as you mentioned earlier, we did have a real musician mention. They went to that concert right. of Woody Herman. And I found out, I looked it up real quick. He was born in 1913, died in 1987. So this is like near the end of his life. Yeah. He was an American jazz clarinetist, oh. saxophonist, singer, and big band leader. Oh, interesting. So, real deal. I wonder what he was doing when they went to the concert. Did he just kind of throw all of his talents out there? Maybe. Was he just leading the band? I mean, at that point, at that age, that's probably, you know, <laughs> swing the little stick around, right? Right. <laughs> he gets winded at just doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got to be sufficient at that age, I would say. I would think so. Sha-la-la-la! Now, they talked about a couple movies. Yes. One, I mean, he went on about Conan the Barbarian quite a bit. Right. Which I thought was pretty great. Because <laughs> you get what you get with the Conan movie. <laughs> you know exactly what he is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she mentioned, oh, this, they went to go see Wild Strawberries. I forgot to look up. Is that a real thing? Oh, I don't know. Well, that's right. We're going to look real quick here. Yeah. And through the magic of editing, no one will ever know. <laughs> It is. Oh, it's really a Swedish movie. It's a Swedish movie from 1957. The Swedish name is Smoltron Stalet. Oh, sure. I mean, that's my pronunciation of it anyway. Yeah. After living a life marked by coldness, an aging professor is forced to confront the emptiness of his existence. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by Ingmar Bergman. Oh, well, there you go. And you said, what year was it? 1957. So, it was definitely not... uh... The new Swedish movie. No. So they must have some repertory theater or something. Yeah, some art house or something. But I still can't imagine there being enough of an audience there in central Ohio. Well, they did mention, too, that they went to some sort of a play and saw somebody in tights. And he said, Alex (laughs) talked about how he learned about guys in tights. (laughs) And not to wear them. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess there's a ballet. Right. A little more physical comedy there, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I, I am I'm impressed with how cultured Central Ohio is. Right? Very, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Much better than our own little hometown. Well, we have a theater. Yeah, we're getting a get new the, one. Yeah, the new Performing Arts Center. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yep. I still think that... Getting roundabouts. We're very well, we're getting roundabouts. Here. I think we could do well with like a little 
theater, like a movie theater that shows like some indie movies mm-hmm. and like if we, they put it in like Uptown Ukaipa there. Yeah. You know. That would actually be really cool. I think so. I don't have the means to operate that at the moment. Right. But, you know, if someone wants to do it, I'd sure. patronize them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they have popcorn, too. Well, sure. I mean, <laughs> even people that watch documentaries like popcorn. Right. You don't have to You don't have to eliminate that. No Michael Moore uh, exposés on popcorn? No, well, not yet, anyway. Sha-la-la-la! <laughs> <laughs> so we did have a couple of uh, guest stars in this one. Uh, first of all, of course, we had Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Lorraine Farrar, I think was her name. Yes. Uh, she was played by Carolyn Seymour. And uh, a couple of interesting things that she was in. She was in Remington Steel. Okay. Which has been a recurring uh, thing that a lot of other people are in. Oh, yeah. Um, she was also, this is her only episode of Family Ties, but she was also in a show uh, called Otherworld. Now, I've mentioned this a few times on our show here before, but Otherworld was a very short-lived science fiction TV show. And it starred, amongst other people, my cousin. Really? Tony O'Dell. He's an actor. Okay. And um, he was in this, he was one of the leads in this show. I think they only made like six or seven episodes. Oh, wow. Didn't, you know, got canceled. But a lot of people kind of made their way through it. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, just for reference, was in the original, the first two Karate Kids. Oh, okay. Um, he didn't have a large role, but he was part of the Cobra Kai gang. Okay. And so, you know, he's in throughout the first one and that little bit at the beginning of part two. So they, was he one of the kids that beat up Daniel? Yes. Oh. One of the guys in the skeleton. Yes. Skeleton costumes yeah. and stuff. Um, and he's, he's been in a few other things. But his other big thing, which I don't know if you remember the show, was called Head of the Class. Oh, yeah. He was one of the principal people. He's like the real smart guy, smart aleck and intelligent. Yep. I can't remember his character name in it. But anyway, he was like a series lead throughout that oh, run of wow. that show, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, because that show actually had two teachers on that. Yeah. And that's my cousin. Nice. I've met him out. once. Oh, you only met him one time? <laughs> um, well, I should say, when I was like a baby, I guess, like he came and saw me in the hospital, baby shower, something. I don't know. Yeah, one of those things. But uh, I met him at a family funeral. Oh. Um, when I was probably like eight or something, and I got his autograph. Because <laughs> I love Karate Kid. He was yeah. in the Karate Kid. And I didn't know. He's my cousin, but I got his autograph. So Hopefully it wasn't on like the, the little form that you get when you go to the funeral. <laughs> yeah, the, the little bulletin thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think it was just a piece of paper. Oh. I have it somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. And now we're friends on Facebook. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the only reason why you still have Facebook. That's right. You got to keep tabs on people. Yeah. <laughs> So that's her. Uh, oh, and she was in Mr. Mom. That's the one. Oh, yeah. We talked about Because we recognized her from something. You thought maybe it was Vacation. Right. Or National Lampoon's Europe, something like that. But it was Mr. Mom. She's the sultry neighbor that he. she's like into him. Right. And interestingly enough, she's divorced in that, too. Boy, she just can't keep a man. Yeah. And she's coming she was, on to him. Yeah. And he's a, she was divorced in this. Yeah. Bad marriage and a bad divorce. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And, and Alex is like, oh, yeah, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so then the only other guest star was her daughter, uh, Melissa. And uh, she was played by Hannah Catrona, who actually has been in quite a few things. But uh, this was her first ever role she did. Oh, okay. And later on, she was a series regular on a show called Sister Kate. Nice. Which you said you're familiar with. I have seen that show a few times. Now, once I looked it up and remember that it was a nun, mm-hmm. I, it rings a bell. I probably saw an episode here or there. Right. Um, but another one of the lead characters in it was played by Jason Priestley. 
Oh. 90210. Right. Yeah. And he went on to work with Dylan McKay. Uh, who sadly yeah, just passed just away. Just passed away, which is a crazy bummer because, you know, they're going to do like a weird reboot. Yeah. About... And everybody had signed on. Yeah. But poor, so... uh, gosh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry, yeah. Yeah, he passed yeah. away. I, I mean, I'm sure they're still going to do something, but. Yeah. The only thing I remember really about the Sister Kate show was the fact that Millie Vanilli guest starred on it. <laughs> which is crazy. Right. They probably got in all kinds of trouble and then just blamed it on the rain. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Oh. The sad thing is that album was still pretty good. It was. But I think the, the people who actually sang on that album tried to come out with another album after the fact, but nobody cared. No, because the thing that made them famous was yeah. the scandal. And now, like, I don't think that would even be a thing. No, because everybody lip syncs everything. Yeah. And, you know, they're they are known for their choreography and their look and their style. And studio right. musicians play behind them and who cares? Yeah. So, Man. interesting. Although, uh, when Ashley... Well, yeah. When she did the SNL Sim- thing. Simpson? Yeah, Simpson, Simpson yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. That, she did that little jig. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of bombed, I guess. But yeah. but again, they do that. Because if they're doing the dancing, right. they can't be expected they can't to sing. sing. Too. No. Yeah. I don't Especially if... They have performed it at some point. Who cares? You know? Right. That's good enough. Yeah. But well. Yeah, Sister Kate. Sister Kate. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's about all out of our guest stars. Sha la la la. Any favorite quotes from the episode? Oh, I do have my favorite quote of the whole episode. Okay. Is when Alex goes to Lorraine's house. And you know they have the whole comedy thing when he's meeting her, and oh, I'm I'm here to see your daughter. And she said, "No, I'm Lorraine." And so then her daughter comes out, and she goes, "Oh, are you going to be my new dad?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wrote that down too because that totally cracked me up. That was my favorite thing in the whole episode. Because then he's all, oh, oh. and then the phone rings. And he goes, "I'll get it," <laughs> right. I mean, which is hilarious because. You know, we're guessing she's 11 or 12. He's 17. I mean, she's, he's only five years younger than him. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, that was totally my favorite favorite line of the whole episode. I also liked when uh, the parents, when Stephen and Elise are meeting her for the first time, and Elise goes, oh, Alex tells us you're French. And she goes, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other one when... Um, Alex says that he's 29, and she goes, oh, and still in high school. He said, oh, I'm a veteran. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. There's quite a few uh, zingers in this episode. It was good. Again, a lot of comedy for an episode about such a weird yeah. subject. And even when Lorraine was talking to Stephen and Elise, and she's like, oh, we're just friends. You know, I don't I don't think of him like that. But he's brought such a joy de vivre or whatever, you know. <laughs> And then Stephen goes, well, that's what that's all about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, if my kid came home and was like, I'm dating someone who's 20 years older than me. Like, I just, I can't even imagine. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I like, too, when he's, he's upset with them because... You know, they basically kicked her out, and he's arguing with them, and he's like, I'm a man! But his voice totally cracks when he says <laughs> it. Does. it. <laughs> so. But his grades were slipping, and he wasn't hanging out with yeah. any of his old friends anymore. Over the course of two weeks. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everything happened so fast. Right. <laughs> it was just moving way too fast for them. Yes. And ice skating. Uh, that was the... When he was talking about the ice skating, and she's like, oh, you did really well for your first time. 
And he's like, oh, I've been taking lessons for months. <laughs> and it's my first time out on the ice. <laughs> so I like to picture Alex taking ice skating lessons where they're training him just on solid ground. Right. He's How just wearing this skates. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. No. Although the first thing I thought of when he said, I just need to learn how to stop was, remember the movie Cutting Edge? Oh, yeah. Cutting Edge? Yeah, Topic. Topic. <laughs> first thing I thought of when yeah. I was laughing, you gotta okay. use a Topic. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. Well, I got something fun this week, and um, I'll I'll bring it out at some point. But while, you know, as, as we go through se- the series, the goal is to try to get through the season during, you know, like a regular television season before we go on summer break. Sure. We'll see. Hopefully yeah. it all comes out. We got a little bit of work ahead of us for this season. And then, yes, we do. We're, we're starting a little behind, so we'll, we'll see. We yeah. might, you know, push into it a little bit. But I have some fun extracurricular stuff that I've picked up. Okay. That in between seasons, when, you know, we're on a break, we're going to do some special stuff. And okay. one of them just came. Um, I got a DVD of a movie called Midnight Madness. Does this ring a bell at all? No. So, I was just looking around on Amazon. I got some Amazon gift cards for Christmas. So, I was looking around to see some stuff. Is this fun part stuff. of the giant purchase? So, this is part of the giant purchase, oh. yes. And it came. Uh-huh. And it's a movie. It was made by Disney. I think probably like one of their, uh, you know, the TV, what was this? Like Wonderful World of Disney kind of thing. Right. So, I don't think it had a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the first movie appearance of michael j fox oh really yes oh that's fun so at some point when we have you know a break or whatever we'll have to watch that excellent and then i also have i think i may have mentioned it on this show but if not i definitely mentioned on our other but i got a a listener to our other show mandarin orange show sent me a book in the mail Mm -hmm. and it's a novelization of well, I guess a, I don't know if it's an actual episode or it may be a standalone thing of Alex or uh, of Family Ties. Oh, really? So it's they basically, wrote? there's only one of them, huh? And it's it's like an, I think it might be its own thing, but it's like a basically an episode of Family Ties in book form. Oh, that's fun! So at some point we'll do a little reading assignment and right. uh, talk about that as well. I'm in. So you have that to look forward to. I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> Uh, what's the moral of the episode? Oh, don't date older women because your parents won't approve. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think that one's pretty straightforward. And yeah. Cut and dry. Yeah, that one kind of beat you over the head. Yeah. They, I like that they were going to have a conversation with him, but then they were afraid to have the conversation with him. And then when the girls called her, you know, they saw Alex and they said, oh, how's your girlfriend? How's your old lady? And then the parents were like, okay, we need to say something. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I think Alex... Did not learn the lesson, though. No. I don't think he's over it. No. Because he's going to date somebody else older in the show again. But I don't think as old as 40, though. No, I think this is as old as he goes. I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Crazy. Does he ever date a younger woman in the series? I don't think so. Like, he eventually gets, like, a long-term girlfriend, which, uh, well, spoiler alert, but a lot of people know this probably. He wound up marrying, like, he met the girl on the Mm -hmm. show. And that's his wife. Oh, wow. Like in real life. Tracy. Yes. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's definitely a name. Yes. (laughs) You know, it starts with a T or another letter like that. And it's a feminine name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sha-la-la-la! Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. We're at the end of our time here. Yeah. Thank you so much for co-hosting with me again. Well, thank you for letting me co-host. Oh, always. (laughs) Thank you, listeners, for following along with us. If you would like to watch 
family ties and be you know up to date with what we're doing you can get the uh, amazon prime subscription it's included with that so you should definitely do that yes always if you would like to call to call in yeah. if you'd like to call in we have a phone line uh we should invent one i know i don't have a phone line oh. I, I don't know what i was thinking if you'd like to write in though <laughs> alex p keaton is my friend at gmail.com it's a very long right gmail address but we have that so write in ask questions Ask about our new co-host here. Oh, thank you. I know you guys all want to know all the the inside details. There's not a lot to know. Well, who knows? (laughs) They they may want to find out things, and, you know, that's part of being a public personality. Yeah. Well, do we have a link from our webpage where people can click and and send an email? We might, but I don't know. I don't think we do yet. I don't know. That's even better. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. But for now, you can definitely send us a, a Gmail. Right. Alex B. Keaton is my friend. I Gmail. hope we do. I want to get an email. We I think that would that. be cool. It'd be good, right? Yeah. We, I don't think we've ever actually gotten one on this show. <gasps> oh. Which is crazy. Well, on the Mandarian Orange Show, you read a couple, and you had one from a guy named Pablo. Yes. That was really exciting. So yes. maybe we, we'll get one from him. Well, I, I think there's a possibility we've got some from him. <laughs> we'll look into that. He can increase our uh, listenership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this show. So thank you again, Keith. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. And we'll see you next time on another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without, without What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we do?